And we are back, everybody, with an all-new edition of Beckett Radio. I am your co-host, Mr. Eric Norton, and alongside me is the always smiling, always happy to be here, Mr. Paul Worth. Paul, what's going on, man? Sup, dude. Sup, dude. I know when that when we first did that little segment about that, I hated it, but it's grown on me now. It is. It is. It's grown on me, and I think it's just funny now that people talk like that yeah it's, it's, it's pretty funny i mean we do have beckett whatevs so we do. whatevs <laughs> yeah whatever so so do it's uh it's pretty funny now it's annoying uh we got a lot of stuff going on in the show today we got new products and pricing we got some national news we got some gaming news we're gonna figure out if we're a pokestop or not i don't know that we are but I, I don't know but i don't know if we want to be i don't know if we want to be either um we'll get into that a little bit later but that is a a, f- a phenomenon that is uh, sweeping. It's, yeah, it's the sweeping world. the world. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't quite understand it because I'm not ten, but uh, evidently it's it's a big thing. So it is a big thing. We, we need to discuss it a little bit. Um, also, we got some. Uh, we got a, we got a phone guest this week. He he's a friend of mine. Uh, we 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 don't get to see each other much, but we get we chat a lot. And uh, he's got some thoughts about about the card industry and things going on. Very cool. And uh, what else we got? I think we just a little bit of a little bit of everything. Yeah, man. This week, a little bit of everything. A little so, bit of everything. Whole lot of everything. Whole lot of everything. But w- this is where we're going to start, and I we're going to start here because I know that there's not much going on with it, but I I just want to know about it. Yeah. What's going on with the trout? How's it been caught yet? Or? No, no, no. The fish is still out there. Honestly, I think it's gonna be out yeah, there for that, a while. That seems to be I the story, yeah. It's out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's just uh it's just priced out of uh, out of where it should be. And uh you know, eventually hopefully they'll they'll come to some agreement. I would like to see a sale. Sure. You know, whatever that that's that number is. Sure. You know, I I would imagine it's somewhere between one and one and two hundred, not quite five hundred. Um Trout's a great player, but I just don't see him having a quarter of a million dollar card even. So, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll keep see. you up to date with the fish. Well, off of that fish and into the next big fish is Tops Now. What's going on in Tops Now? Tops Now, man, they uh, they killed it this last past week, man. They were putting out uh, commemorative all-star cards. Uh, they did a great uh, shot of Griffey and Gwyn taking it back a little bit, um, which was a cool card. They're doing good. They're adding, they added a little, little flavor to it. They got some of these guys now that they're doing first cards of. They've got called up. Kind of in the lower left-hand corner, lower right-hand corner. Okay, all right. Um, you know, the, their debut days and whatnot. So that's kind of cool, taking it back a little bit, where they used to put a lot of uh, all-stars and different things on their cards. So I really like that um, aspect of it. I've heard about this Ichiro autograph, but I haven't seen one on eBay yet or seen one out there on the marketplace. So hopefully we'll get to, to actually see one here soon, see what they go for. So Last time we talked about that card, I think I grossly undersold it. Um, it, it should probably be a big one. Do you? What do you think about Tops Now just – your honest opinion, and, and on a whole, what they're doing, I mean, they're doing Preacher, they're doing UFC now. Yeah, they've totally it's, expanded. Yeah, they really have. What do, you, what do you think about that? It seems to be working, you know what I mean? And that's why they're able to expand all these different things. You know, Preacher was kind of a trial run for them. Um, the numbers are probably a little bit lower than what they probably wanted, but it's a trial run. It's getting people out there. It's getting that side of the industry into something like this to when I think they're going to kill it when they get this Walking Dead product out. Sure. You know, I know they're going to do this. I'm sure they're going to do the same exact thing, and, and they're just going to kill it. So I think they're just setting themselves up for good things um, with that to come. Man, so. it's um, – to be honest with you, I thought it was going to be a fad. You know, just maybe – You were you were a little bit of a hater. I, w- I was. I beginning. was. I was drinking the Haterade. I, I'm still not completely on board with it, but I can't deny – the effect that it's had 
because I see it and I hear it. that. I mean, honestly, instant cards, whether it be Panini, Upper Deck, or Tops, right? What a, yeah. it, it's uh, something that's it's garnered a lot of attention in the office. It, it's something that we all talk about in, in some aspects, whether it be uh, Matt and the non-sports stuff, or, or you know, you and I conversing about the sports stuff. Uh, Fletcher geeking out about the soccer now. Yeah, so. the soccer. So, but when football thing, season comes, yeah. that, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting to see what Panini does with that. Yeah. The one thing, though, that I, I think the Tops kind of got away with last week and I was a little confused by was they did a bunch of all-star cards for, the, for, for you know, Trout, Harper, Chris sure. Ryan and stuff. But they were pictures not of the all-star game. Oh, all right. So they weren't, in my opinion, they didn't hold the essence of what Tops now is. It's the, it's the highlights from the night before, bam, right there on a card the next day. Um, you know, like they did starting pictures. They did uh, Sale and Cueto. But they did a card of them the day of, so there's no shot of them in the actual All Star game. I see. So it'll be interesting to see what they do today and how they. Um, obviously, today's today's Wednesday. If, right. If, you know, when you guys hear this, it'll be Thursday. Uh, we just watched the All Star game last night. It'll be interesting to see how many cards they do today that are in, from a tribute from the All Star game. Last well, Hosmer's night. obviously getting one. Obviously. Ho- obviously, and I mean, I would imagine they'll do one for. I mean, there's a handful of people that could hit them from last night. Sure. So it'll be interesting sure. to see how they how they do that. Uh, it'll also be interesting to see. I haven't. I want to see the numbers today on the uh, Stanton card, hitting 61 home runs. You know that the commemorative <laughs> card that the Tops now did for that was was awesome card, and uh, I think it's just going to be a hot hot seller. So it'll be we, interesting to see what we, the numbers are. We discussed those 61 home runs yesterday briefly with the whole fiasco that oh. the Marlins now have on their hands. Oops. Um, it's it was definitely a marketing mishap. Absolutely. So for those who don't know, what happened was. The Marlins came out and said that for every home run that Stanton hits during the Derby, they would take 1% off of their ticket sales uh, for a ticket price for an upcoming game. Had they not seen him play all year? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no one knew that he was going to hit Roger Maris's number in, in one in, evening. In like four hours. You know, no one knew he was going to do that. So, 61 home runs later. Marlins fans can now get twenty five percent off a ticket. Yeah, they don't. The math is kind of funny there. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little funny. That now somebody from the Marlins organization came out and said that the the ticket policy, the MLB ticket policy, would not allow them to to take more than twenty five percent off of a uh, of a, a single ticket game. I I don't know if that's fact or fiction or whatever, yeah, but that's either. what was said. Um, it's. I hope they do something to correct it. It's uh, yeah. It's they need crazy. to give everybody a free bobblehead or something. Nobody, you know? <laughs> nobody. Uh, when I when I oh, I hate that I do this. I talk about it a lot. But when I was working in Seattle, U um, two was playing a concert at wherever whatever that park is that Miami plays in. Whatever the name of that park is. Okay. So and it was during it was a, a scheduling mishap, right? Okay. U two was powerful enough. To kick Miami out of their own, wow, their own stadium, and they played a home series against Seattle at, at Safeco, <laughs> <laughs> because you two said no, we're go- we're still going to do this. Wow, if, if they can't get that right, what makes me believe that they can't get ticket prices right, man? This is this is crazy. Uh, actually, during crazy. that series, Stanton hit a home run that got out of Safeco Park. Faster than any ball that I've ever seen. It was, I think it was 110 miles off the bat. Jeez, that was nuts. It was crazy, 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 crazy. So, good stuff. Enough of that. What's going on in uh, new products and pricing, man? All right. Well, we got a couple, couple of new products that are priced. Um, I know you said you're finishing up SP Authentic this week. Yeah, uh, it's for done. hockey. It's done. It's done. It's done. All with, right. With the, there's an exception of a few sets that need to be uh, another look taken at, but uh, 
It's done. Okay, perfect. Um, we got Classics Football. It will be done by the time you hear this as well. And then really this week, actually, it should be the end of, end of either a Friday or a Monday. They're going to have uh, Allen and Ginther baseball coming out, Okay. which um, I am not a fan of. But I know a lot of people in the office are, and as a hobby, they are fans. So it's a it's a big there. product in the hobby. I don't quite understand it either, but people like it. Yeah, I mean they got a lot of historical stuff and, and things like that, but it's it's not my cup of tea. I yeah. Guess. Uh, um, as far as that, one thing, certified football, they kind of did this right. They're coming out the week of the national, which okay. is just right around the corner. So that's right. why I'm saying something about it. Um, and typically, products that wait and come out that week or the week of the national uh, tend to do really really well. At the national, especially at Heavily the show, broken. yeah, yeah Heavily the show, broken. Yeah. Um, so that'll be exciting to see that. Not too much else going on right now um, on that. We're gonna have, we need to have uh, Matt on here soon to give us a little update on the non-sports side of things and some of the stuff that's coming out. Uh, San Diego Comic Con's coming up. Comic Con's coming. So up. there's been just a plethora of Funkos coming. I think there's like eight waves of new Funkos, <sighs> and typically he's he's on the week before or the week of the of the con and. He'll lay out all the new Funkos. Yeah, we'll get him um, on here and get you up to date on that kind yeah, of stuff. It's it's a it's a big it's a big big pile of stuff, man. Yeah, man, a lot of promos, a lot of giveaways, a lot of short printed stuff. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be big, big for the Funko world. Yeah, big. It's always uh, but Comic Con's always big. Yeah, anyway, so I, that's like one of my one of my goals as an adult is to get to to San Diego as an adult. <laughs> yeah. as an adult. <laughs> as an adult, I want to go as an adult so I can enjoy it a little more. Well, maybe, uh, maybe your Pokemon ball will take you there, man. Let's see, let me check if we were a poke stop. Yeah, <laughs> still not a poke stop. Not okay, a poke stop. that's it. all right, guys. Uh, that's the first segment. Hang tight, and we'll be right back. This is Ian McDerry's Beckett Gaming Analyst, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. And we are back, and on the phone with us now is a friend of mine, a friend of the show. He's he's an avid listener. I know that he is because he actually interacts with us a lot. He is the uh, one of the well, I guess he is the founder. I know that he's one of the writers for uh, Beans Ball Card Blog, and he's an all-around good guy. His name is Ken Kinsley. What's up, Ken? How's it going, man? You had to lie and tell him I'm an all-around good guy? I think you're an all-around good guy. You, you, <laughs> you've been to my home. We've played spoons. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool, right? You played spoons? It's, it's, so, it's so sweet how you lie to me. <laughs> yeah, man. Spoon, you never played spoons, Paul? No, that's not with, no. Spoons is a very violent game where it can get that way. Basically, you take a deck of cards. Uh, the more people you have, the better. And so if you have seven people, you got six spoons, right? So you, you sit around in a circle. You pass the cards around, and you're looking for four of a kind. Okay. Um, you cannot keep more than eight cards in your hand. You've got to keep passing, okay? You've got to oh keep my. passing. My brain's so, already gone. I know it's already hurting. The, f- the first person to get four of a kind grabs a spoon, and then it's a free-for-all for the other five spoons, okay? Uh, it, it can get dangerous and violent. Uh, the night that Ken and I played, uh, our, both of our, our ladies were with, with us, so it did not get too violent, and there was a hockey game going on, so we were watching that, too. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a... <laughs> It was, a, it was like quite an evening. Yeah, quite an evening. But that, anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. We're we're here to talk about uh, just a little bit of what's going on in the hobby. Ken, you write on well, your blog is called Beans Ball Card Blog. First of all, let's talk about the name. Where did the name come from? Well, you know, trying to come up with something catchy. Uh, when I moved to Indiana. Uh, about a decade ago, and I got into that job, everybody, well, if they liked you, you got a nickname in the office. And after going through a couple incarnations, Bean was the one that stuck. Apparently, 
when I am clean-shaven, no goatee, no mustache. Apparently, I bear a striking resemblance to the boxer Butterbean. Oh, man. Bean was born. Oh, man. That's a tough one. Uh, I, I, too, know what, it, what it's like to have a, a rotund face and a, uh, a clean-shaven face. I look, I look uh, quite odd, too. So uh, I understand that. I'm sorry about that. But, you know, it, it, it works for you. Your blog is... Is, it's pretty interesting, man. You, you guys cover you and uh, Jason Dean Martin is the other guy there. You guys cover a lot of different stuff. Um, Jason just wrote a piece about a rip card. He finally decided to rip. You had some uh, TTM success recently that you've covered on there. What, what what inspires you to write about? What what do you when you sit down to write? What do you what are you trying to go for? I'm just trying to kind of. I know that is is someone who would be reading, and I'm interested in what other people collect in the hobby and why they collect it. So for a lot of what I do, it's just kind of sharing the things that I'm collecting, the things I'm picking up. You know, a lot of my posts end up being the TTM uh, through the mail autograph for those that don't know. Right. Successes. I've recently gotten into that. I post a lot of mail day posts, just like things that I get, things that I pick up. Um, it's, it's honestly, it's kind of a lot. It's a lot of that, what you would consider fluff is kind of what I write. But I, like I said, I'm interested in hearing what others collect, why they collect. So I just assume that everyone's like me, although that's probably, you know, what happens when you assume. Uh, so I write a lot of that. Sometimes we write, you know, some other stuff. But I, I, I don't write, like, hard news, so to speak. I don't write uh, product release information. Beckett does that. Ryan Cracknell does a great job with that. I'm not trying to compete with that. It's just something else that we do, just writing to give people something to read. It's just something I do for fun on the side. Obviously, I have a full-time job. I'm not in the hobby with my job. So it's just something to do. I wrote about three years ago. I started writing for a website that covered WVU Sports, BlueGoldSports.com. Did that for a couple seasons. After I left that, I kind of missed the writing a little bit. Um, so I just decided to pick it back up. And we started on April Fool's Day of last year. Nice. That's a great day to start. April Fool's Day. Uh, man, I forgot to mention that you are a, a West Virginia alum. That's, that's a big part of who you are. I see a lot of that on your, on your post as well. So when you, when you sit down to write, are you, do you, how, how many views do you get? Do you, do you know or do, does that even matter to you? Are you just doing it because you like it? Because I like it. I mean, we, you know, I do kind of, I, I am interested to see, you know, who's read. well, not who, because I can't see that specifically, but I am interested to see how many people are reading, what kind of things we write, how much they are. The more hard type stuff, the more maybe controversial, opinionated stuff, those are the ones that people read a lot more than maybe some of that everyday stuff that I post. Um, you know, then once in a while I wrote a piece about after uh, I think it was Confors Hockey came out, there's a CM Punk uh, autograph card. Sure. So yeah. did some pieces about did some pieces that day about or one a piece that day about how well, you know, some of the initial ones were selling. He's a Blackhawks fan. I'm a Blackhawks fan. I watched WWE. I've watched UFC in the past. So just the combination of all of it, I was intrigued. Well, Jason retweeted it and tagged him, CM Punk in it, who is very active on Twitter. He retweets it. 
boom. I mean, it was our biggest day, you know, that we've had in traffic, you know, within just a couple of hours. So, you know, if we can get a good, you know, get some key retweets, we get a lot more views, but typically we don't. Most of our views come from the folks that follow us on Twitter. We've got about a thousand followers on there now, but it is just writing, you know, just kind of write, share. I, I'd like to have, you know, content because I do have people that actually do check it out on a daily basis. Some folks just see it as it goes through their Facebook or Twitter feed. And some people actually do. I do know some people that do go look. So I just write just to keep some content, you know, and as time allows, because it's it's a time consuming thing. It may take you two minutes to read a blog post. It didn't take me two minutes to put it together. No differently than you guys do a 45 minute to an hour radio show. That's not all the time that you spend on it. You're spending time planning and doing all these other things. So even those little posts take, you know, a decent amount of time to write. I, I completely understand that it all all together. What do you got, Paul? What do you say? No, I was going to say the same thing. Like, yeah, it, yeah. No, I don't think anybody realizes that you know everything's so instant in this world today that you yeah. just you read it in three seconds. You're like, oh, like that took him three seconds. To sure, write, but yeah, I when I, I have a yeah. blog, go, I have a blog too, and it it has nothing to do with sports at all. So I won't mention the name of it. But when I sit down and write those pieces. It's usually two to three hours. Yeah, because, I was say, you know, it takes you a while to put because, your thoughts yeah, together. Could, yeah, so um, where can they find your blog at, Ken? Well, I mean, just the basic web address is just beansballcardblog.com. Uh, I have a Twitter page for it. It's just the facebook.com backslash beansballcardblog. And then we've got Twitter. You can find us on there at beansbcardblog. They didn't don't give you enough characters for me to... Spell it all out. Uh, of course. All right. So, guys, uh, go check that out. I, I follow it. I read it. It's it's pretty fun. I want to talk about your uh, your TTM success uh, lately. Is this a project that you just recently came up with? And uh, just tell us about how that got started. Yeah, it's just something. I mean, you know, you see a lot of autograph cards out there, obviously, inserted in the product. And I, you know, I'm getting older. I'm becoming the old get off my lawn guy. So I'm a little bit more interested in maybe some of the older guys. So it's something that I'd contemplated for a while and I'd asked questions and I didn't know what to do. And Jason actually wrote a piece, probably a couple pieces about a year ago about some of his and some tips. And even then I still didn't start. And I just, my big thing was, do I put it, do I put the cards in top loaders or not? Cause you hear yes, you hear no. And then I realized I'm keeping them for me. I'm not reselling them. So you know what? If the card gets bent up, I don't care. I'm not trying to resell it. I'm keeping it. So kind of once I made that decision, it definitely uh, picked up. I mean, I've used a, a website, and so I can kind of see who is signing, who has had recent successes. So I've sent out a lot of those, and, I, and I've gone with the more safe ones recently. Uh, Richard Petty is a great signer. Uh, Bobby Allison, uh, Paul Goldsmith over in football. Raymond Barry is legendary for his signing. Charlie Trippy, I got one back. I got actually three vintage cards back from him last week. I believe he is the oldest living Heisman winner, maybe something like that. Oh, that makes sense. Um, that sounds so about right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just something I'm trying to do. Typically, it's you know I'm I'm working on you know with the the older the older gentleman and. For me, particularly, I like getting the vintage cards signed. All these new cards are great, but those glossy, you know, sometimes they don't make for the greatest autographs. You know, so with, like, Charlie Trippy, I've sent a 48 Leaf, uh, 55 Bowman, and a 50 Bowman. Oh, wow, okay. And those are what I got signed, as opposed to buying, you know, ones I could get for $0.35 cents from, 
you know, leaf products or upper deck products from the last few years. It's just something I'm doing for fun, um, you know, just to do it. It's just a different way to kind of, I've kind of gotten out of the modern card game. So this is kind of a way to supplant some of that time. And it's still stuff that I'm keeping for myself. Getting out of the modern card game is something that a lot of people are doing right now. Um, but speaking of modern card, you do have a nice collection of Andrew Shaw. I know the story of how it started, but our listeners obviously do not. So tell and us. I actually don't know either. Yeah, so I'm, Paul, I'm, I'm sitting here intrigued on how this started. Paul doesn't so. even know who Andrew Shaw is, but we're yeah, I know who we're, we're going to correct that. Um, we're tell gonna, us. We're going to replace. Are we going to replace him with Cody then? I mean, does Cody know who Andrew Shaw is? Uh, no, Cody is too skinny to be a fat pack guy. So yeah. No. Um, Cody needs a few more cheeseburgers. Uh, okay. So yeah, but but Cody does like Whataburger, so that's that's a plus on his side. Now tell us, tell us uh, how you how this all started. I know where it, I don't want to give too much away, so just tell us where it began and where it's at now. So going back when I was in seventh grade, my parents, you know, they decided <laughs> for Christmas they were going to start buying me bigger things, things that I could use and have as I got older, you know, instead of toys or you know those little disposable type things so they bought me a stereo i was actually able to get wmvp out of chicago so i would go to bed at night turn on the blackhawks games and that's how i became a fan collected jeremy Rovnik when i was a kid at that time it was a lot easier to play or collect i probably had just about everything that he had it was a lot easier to play or collect so got out of that fast forward a few years moved to indiana uh got a new cable system all of a sudden they had the cable channel that carries the Blackhawks game. Turn on my first Blackhawks game. It turns out to be Andrew Schultz's very first game. He scores a goal on his first shot and gets in a fight in his first game. Wow, that's quite a game. That's the guy I'm collecting. Uh. At that point, he had two minor league cards was it. I got those. And then still my favorite card, his very first NHL card that came out, we all know about the Young Guns. Well, he did not have a Young Guns Card. He only had the canvas Young Guns card. Okay. The card show in Indianapolis. I buy one box. I'm joking. I'm like, how oh, wouldn't it be cool if I pulled the one card that I want, the Andershaw canvas Young Gun? Third pack, pulled it out. Wow. The odds on that. The odds on that. You know, or when you talk about any particular card, so you talk about the odds of hitting a canvas Young Gun multiplied by how many there are. I don't know. It was one in like you know ten thousand packs or something ridiculous like that. And it just kind of it just kind of went from there, you know, with eBay and all the other options. You know, it was pretty pretty easy to do it. So it got to where, as of you know, probably early this season, I had all but maybe five cards of his that weren't numbered to five or less. And I still wow. had you know one, some one on one, some printing plates, some stuff that was numbered under five. But yeah, I only needed like five that weren't numbered to five or less. That is impressive. That's uh, that's crazy, man. So I know, I know that personally. I know that you're moving towards vintage. So, are, is it is the Andrew Shaw project still active, or what? What are you doing with it now? It exists, but I can't say that it's active. Okay. I uh, still have it. I you know, as you talked about, I'm getting out of modern cards. Um, you know, eBay takes a lot of time to list. Takes a lot of work on your own time. No differently than we talked about the blog and the. The radio shows it takes a lot of time to do that so i said you know what i'm just gonna send it all to com c so i sent it all there because i don't have to deal with any of the work make it a little less money but i don't have to do any of the work i don't have to take time away from my personal life 
So sent a lot of the multiples there. I even had like a trilogy puck autograph. There's only 13 of them. I had three. I sent two of them in. I kept one for myself. So I have it, but I haven't actively really purchased any of the new stuff. There are uh, cards out of the Black Diamond, the championship rings. I don't have those, but I mean, they're all over eBay if I want to get, if I decide, if I get excited, I can do it. The problem is, you know, you know this and some of the listeners may not. During draft night, he was traded to Montreal. Sure. So he went from my favorite team uh. to a team that, to be honest, I despise. <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on. How this is going to work out? You despise Montreal? Yeah. Oh man, that's a. Uh, it's not good. That's not good. Okay, I mean, it, I, I despise most of these teams where the fans are like, "Oh, we've won this many championships." Well, you won them a hundred years ago. <laughs> and Montreal, what do they got? What do they got? Twenty-one cups. Like twenty of them are when there were six teams in the league. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be some controversy, and I think we'll end on that note before our show implodes. So, uh, awesome. hey, Ken, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, I'm glad that you were able to do this today. Uh, again, if you guys want to follow his blog, just go to Beans Ball Card Blog or on Twitter at Beans B Card Blog, and you can find him on Facebook as well. He he would love the uh, the follows. It's a good read. It's it's fun. It's uh it's it's really he's really knowledgeable too about about the uh, about the industry. He just he has he's very opinionated like some of us, and I like that. So thank you very much for coming on. And a real quick before we Thanks let for you go, me, guys. I- Oh, yes. no, go ahead. Well, before we let you go, since it's National Month, do you go to the National Baseball Card Show? Do you go to those things? Are you heading heading to Atlantic City this uh, in a couple weeks? Or I am not. I actually not. went to the last one that was in Atlantic City. Uh, my buddy had a card shop in my hometown, and it was like, he's like, hey, guys, want to leave in a couple hours to go to the National? So we all went home, packed some stuff, drove to Atlantic City for the National. But that's the only one I've been to. Okay. I actually plan to go to Chicago next year. My lady has some family up there, so we'll go up there. I can go to the show. She can spend time with her family. There but you go. If they ever bring it down here where, you know, pretty much half of the card collecting industry is, then I'll definitely be there. Awesome. Awesome. Good deal. All right, Ken. Thanks for coming on again, and we'll talk to you soon, bud. Take right. care. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. All right. Ken Kinsley, if you need him. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> pretty good. I, I I do enjoy his uh, – I enjoy – his thoughts. He's a. Uh, he's a. He, he. He is very con- not controversial, but he's. He's very opinionated. But uh, we all can be very opinionated at times. So especially in this industry. Yes, we can. But you know what? If uh, if Bill Sutherland reads your blog, I think you're 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 worthy of the show. You're doing okay. <laughs> you're doing good, you're right? You're doing okay, absolutely. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the national now. Um, all right, let's do it. We got a little national update for you. There is uh, a lot going on. Uh, prepping. We we. I want to let you know here we actually have reached out to uh, to the National and uh, the Burkers family. Rest in peace, Mike. But uh, we're we're trying to we're trying to arrange a date for them to come on to the show. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll we will have the National on the show. That'll so, work. Uh, right now we're going to get into a couple of pieces uh, posted by Cracknell about just the VIP set and then some other plans. Uh, you got what do you got there in front of you? The Panini plans? Yeah, Panini plans. They've got a. Uh they got all kinds of sets coming out. Um, just very, very cool stuff, man. I mean, they, they always do it right. You know, as, as most of the card companies do, they always do it right. It's their chance to shine um, and just show what they got and uh, give a little bit back. You know, the, they got customers buy stuff all day, all, all year long, and the, and the dealers, and this is kind of their way to give back and throw some cool promos out there and just a way for people to collect something different. And, um, you know, some of them do. They collect them and they sell them, make a little bit extra money on them as well. So 
Um, very cool. Panini's got a um, they got a National Sports Card Collectors Convention checklist. Um, I'll go through this real quick. I'll just hit a couple of the uh, the highlights off this list. Um, but it's jam packed. It, it's stars. a long list, man. Yeah, it's a very long list. I'll just hit a couple up of highlights. We've got uh, Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, Manny Machado. Uh, let's see, I'll go down a little bit here. LeBron James, Tim Duncan, Russell Westbrook, J.J. Watt, Tom Brady, Odell Beckham, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Messi and Ronaldo for soccer. Um, they've got some rookies out there. These are going to be numbered, uh, looks like fourteen ninety nine or less. Um, and they got your big guys. you got your uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Jared Goff, uh, Paxton Lynch, probably 20 other guys. So, I mean, it, it's an impressive checklist. I mean, I, I barely hit on any of it. Um, but it's going to be exciting. They're, they're going to do all kinds of uh, different giveaways, and hopefully we'll have a lot of that information before you, you get to the National um, on how they're going to do that with the rapper redemptions and, and the scavenger hunts and the, and the case breaks and different things that they do. So, um, And they look nice. I wish I know. Unfortunately, this is radio. But the, the, what I'm looking at right here, the card is, is very nice, um, very very good design on the front. I like it. Something a little, something a little different, something a little fresh. It's... Um, so. it's, it's Typically, people from our department, the guys in our department, don't go to the national because we're here pricing stuff, and we're here because the uh, the checklists that come out of the national of all the surprises and all the and all the sets that come out at the national, we're we're trying to import as fast as we can. Yeah, because they're getting those cards graded right away. Yeah, we right. Gotta away. Have in the system to be able to get graded, so it's kind of a double edged sword. There, we gotta. It's a, it's a busy week for the guys that do go to the national. It's a busy week for the guys that stay home. So when uh, when that stuff gets to us early, that's that's a real real plus. Real plus. Um, Mr. Crack now also posted a. This is on the Beckett website. It's about the the VIP cards that you can get, and this list is obviously not as long, so I'll go through most of it. But for Leaf, uh, the checklist includes Tom Brady, Jack Eichel, Mo Rivera, and the founder of the of the National, Mr. Mike Burkus. Okay. Panini has uh, Brandon Ingram, Buddy Hield, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, uh, Trevor Story, and Kenta Medea. All right, there you go. It's a big one. Tops has uh, Bob Feller, uh, Rizzuto, Snyder, Sp- uh, Spawn, and Door. That's a big one. Yep. And Upper Deck has Gretzky, Woods, Brodor, James, and Jordan. So if you've got Whew, VIP, t- yeah, if you got <laughs> VIP tickets, uh, you're gonna be sitting pretty there. Those uh, those always tend to, to bring a little bit of attention on the secondary market, you know. For sure. So uh, that's sure. that's that little part. It's um, again, we're not going, but. Man, if you're going, have a good time. It, yeah, man, it soak it like, in. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Soak it in. It's I, like it's like almost going to a museum that you can buy the stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like it's just a lot, a lot of awesome things to look at, and then uh, you can actually take some of it home with you. Sure, you know, and you can touch some of it and feel it. Unlike you know, you can't can't get that dinosaur at the Smithsonian, man. They'll uh, they'll come after you for that. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you, you can't take the the fossils home. But no, the, no. here you can take the fossils home. So go and enjoy it. Um, I know that you have a little information in front of you there about the Tops Redemption website, which there was a little bit of a there's some confusion about what I guess it was early early this week, late last week, about where it went. People were having a hard time going. So uh, and, and honestly, I, I went through this um, th- this printout that I got here, and is this from Cracknell as well? Yeah, it's from Cracknell, and it's 
it has nothing to do with what he wrote here. It's what has to do with the website. It's still sure. kind of confusing. <laughs> um, but they they kind of took all your history, like you know, like when when you go to Tops Redemption, you have all your different you know all the different ones that you've you've redeemed before, whether it's two of them or two hundred of them. Um, but that history has been it's been put in cyberspace somewhere. Um, it's still there. They're telling us, um, but it's in cyberspace until they get a few of the kinks worked out. Um, but do go to the do to Beckett.com. Check out Cracknell's article. It does walk you through. Um, how to link your account. Basically, you have to link your old account uh, to a new account. And once they're, they're linked, then you're able to get your redemptions um, redeemed and check on ones that you currently have out. Um, but you won't be able to see the ones that you've gotten in the past uh, right okay. now. Uh, they're working through it, you know, just like any computer uh, update system. Um, there's glitches, you know, some unforeseen things that have happened. So uh, I know they're working on getting that fixed and, and getting it all together. Uh, so that you can get back up and, and, and have that record for yourself. But but go there. It, you know, I'm not going to walk you through all the steps, but there's four or five steps that you need to do just to link your accounts. Yeah. So, yeah, if like like Paul said, go check it out. Make sure that you're getting your accounts linked up. It's it's a, I'm sure it's frustrating. I'm, I haven't had to redeem a Topps uh, redemption in a while, but uh, I, I know that those who were having this issue were, were quite oh, it freaked me freaked, out. Yeah, quite I was, freaked I was, out. I've been so. checking on my, my one that I've had there for a little while, and... Uh, I went there, and I was like, and now it's not here at all. <laughs> now it's not here at all. <laughs> so That's got to be a scary feeling to look at something and go, it was just here. It was just here. <laughs> I don't know go? what to do. That's, oh. that's what the – it's, uh, it's, it's a confusing situation if you don't, if you don't get all the privy to it. So uh, Tops is uh, trying, to, trying to send you back to where you need to be. She'll go check out Cracknell's uh, post about it, and hopefully that will enlighten you on how to get there. Yes. Um, Man, yesterday in the office we had Adam Kai in here. Adam Kai. If you don't know who Adam Kai is, it's not a name you you would probably just recognize, but he's a uh, he's not a household name yet. Yes, <laughs> he he has uh, he and he has some buddies here. I'm sorry, I don't know their names, but they were here. They're going to be here again to, this afternoon too. Yep. Uh, they were in the house doing something pretty cool. Uh, it's not every day you get to open a $12,000 pack of cards. <laughs> yeah, that was uh that was pretty intense. Yeah, it was. Um in a small pack of cards, yeah, you know. 60 total cards 60 or something. 60 total cards. Yeah. It was a uh, 1993 uh, Alpha starter deck uh, for Magic. You know, we were I was talking to the guys and they said there's probably 30, 40 of them still in existence. Uh, that's it. And if you go to eBay right now, you can you can purchase one for the low price of ten thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. That's amazing. Um, and there's one on there as well for twelve thousand dollars. So um, that's your cup of tea, man. Have at it. Um, <laughs> but they opened it yesterday on camera. Um, it wasn't quite as good as I, I think they were expecting. Um, but they went ahead and they got all the cards graded, and, and they'll you know by the time the radio shows up, we'll have the we should hopefully have the video up for the opening, and then a video up of the getting their grades back, and kind of the whole process like we've done before for them. Um, but just impressive stuff. They had their full collections, Adam and a couple of the guys here yesterday. And uh, wow, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about magic, but I just know that the, a lot of it looked uh, looked very, very green it's, on the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, man, I I don't want to delve too much into you know their 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 business because that's that's their business. But right. man, they got a lot of money on that table that yesterday. You know what I'm saying? It yep. was uh, it was really it was really cool and. Those guys are like just kings in the magic grading world. They're some so. of the most knowledgeable people, period, yeah. in the hobby. I mean, you know, we, we know a lot of people that do sports cards and whatnot, but when it comes to magic, that, that's their gig. 
Sure. That's their thing, man. They know they know the grading side of it. They know what to buy. They know the fakes. They know the reels. They know the the, the trends, the ins and outs, um, how to play the game, what's good in playing the game, what's pop. I mean, you want to know something like they're they're the guys. It's so. uh man, it's it's nuts. And that story, I we, I brought that up because I wanted to bring this up, and I'm sorry to CNN up front. I I forgot to write down the guy's name who uh, who posted this. I will make sure to get that out on when the when the radio show goes out. But do you remember? Last year, when that uh, that guy pulled that douchebaggery and wanted to uh, Which ra- uh, raise up the pharmaceutical prices <laughs> yeah. on some on some drugs, I, I did that, hear a little bit about that. Yes. So his name is um, Martin Shakreli. S S H K R E L I. Okay. So uh, we'll just call him Martin. There you go. Um, he is full of douchebaggery. Which, if you remember, if you remember, that is one of the things that if you if you do, you will get. Banned from the Beckett Instagram page. No douchebaggery, right? Yeah, that's so Eric's number one rule. Yeah, number. It was actually number three on the list. Number three. Oh, okay. But it was the probably the most important. It's it. probably the most important. I'm gonna read a little bit of this. Uh, it's just from CNN. I really, I'm, I don't, I don't know what to say. This is just wow. Accused farmer fraudster Martin Shakrili has sparked sparked yet another firestorm. This time, as he asked Reddit users for information about buying rare, pricey cards used in the geeky trade—wow, geeky trading card game, Magic the Ga- Gathering. Hi, everyone. I'm new to the game. A user named Martin Shakrili posted in the sub subreddit for the Magic in a thread with a <clears throat> with the heading "Advice for a New and Wealthy Player." I'm looking to acquire some rare cards. I'm a cl- collector of wine, art, and other goods. Can someone give me some resources on collecting rare cards? Specifically, I've been told that Black Lotus cards are very, very valuable. Thanks, Martin. Um, Black Lotus cards are very valuable. Very that valuable. is an understatement, right? Yeah, I mean that's the that's your 52 mantle, yeah. Honest Wagner of the industry of the of the Magic world. It's uh, Black Lotus cards, which can sell for around fourteen thousand dollars, ungraded, 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 game, game played. Are the prize by are prized by Magic aficionados for their rarity. Shakrili's query first reported by the the site. Kotaku, K-O-T-A-K-U.com, drew more than 600 responses, some thoughtful, others scornful, from the Reddit community where his reputation has, <clears throat> as a procreator, well, no, that's not it, provocator, there you go, I don't know why I said procreator, I guess I'm thinking about <laughs> other things, <laughs> preceded him, <laughs> I promise my mind's not in the gutter this morning. So, Martin... Trying to jack up prices, not only on pharmaceutical for cancer patients. Right. Cancer patients. Good Lord. Now, Magic the Gathering. Adam Kai, who is uh, a Asian version of The Rock, should beat him. <laughs> he should lay The Rock, the smack down on this guy. Yeah, man. Uh, man, he, Adam Kai really is stacked. That dude is not. He is, <laughs> like, yeah. For it, it's it's crazy for a professor who collect who collects Magic the Gathering cards. That dude's very well built. Right, right, right. <laughs> but man, can you believe this kind of this? This is crap, man. It's that, it is it is absolutely. I mean, it's just. Well, I mean, look what he was doing in his his former life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you can't expect much more when you're trying to get in this hobby. So douchebaggery to the supreme. Yes. I, I just don't understand it. And you know, it's not just. It's not magic. We see it in other in in art. We see it in the sports world. People try to drive just like the trout and stuff like that. But this guy, man, just leave it alone. Yeah, go, go just do leave it alone, else. man. Yeah. Anyways, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back, and uh, we're gonna get into a little Beckett whatevs. Cody's yeah. sitting over here, all pouty faced. Maybe we'll let him get on the mic. So we'll be right back, guys. <laughs> 
Hello, this is Jason Crosby, freelance illustrator and sketch card artist, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. And we're back, guys. Cody's joining us. Uh, not so pouty-faced anymore. He's happy to be here in his Hurley hat. Is that a Hurley hat? Yes. That's yes. a Hurley hat. A Hurley snapback. So. A Hurley snapback. Yeah. So what's Makes that? It's what all the kids are doing these days. Makes you want to hurl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what kids are doing these days. Speaking of what kids are doing these days, Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Segway Eric. Segway Eric only shows up in this seg- yeah. in this, in this uh, Beckett whatever. Oh, yeah, only, only in this segment. But Pokemon Go, man. Paul. Go. Do you understand it? No. <laughs> I, I do and I don't. I mean, it's obviously sweeping the nation. Yeah, the it really world. is, man. I mean, everybody's doing it. Um, even... All our bosses in the office are, are running around chasing Sandrew. I mean, it's kind of kind of crazy. Um, but on the on the flip side, I mean, it, it seems like it was bringing everybody together and people are up getting exercise and, and all these things. But I think there's four reported deaths now due to Pokemon. Wow, so, that's uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the lady that that walked off the uh, the side, you know, she was chasing her Pokemon and bus just took her right out, man. Walked right out in front of her. She got hit by a bus? Hit by a bus. Holy smokes. So it's it's sweeping the nation, but I just be careful. She gets Guys, swept by the nation. Be careful. <laughs> keep, keep your head up while you're chasing the Pokemon. What, what about you, you know? young man? Do you understand it? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't played it yet. All my friends and all my roommates have the app, so they were talking me into getting it last night. I still haven't downloaded it. I probably will later this week. Um, I, I do understand it. I, I get the the interest behind it. I think that especially as big as it was back in the day when I was a kid and now my demographic, no offense to you guys, are kind of where the app developers are really pushing apps nowadays because my uh, age demographic is really who is downloading a bunch of apps and playing it. And, And I think that they saw, hey, these people love Pokemon back in the 90s. We'll get them hooked on this app and it'll be an app like we haven't actually seen before, which is really rare to come up with. In, in nowadays where you get a completely new idea that hasn't really been thought of. Uh, and, and it was very visionary by Nintendo and Pokemon. Uh, I think Google has a ownership in it too. So just the forward thinking and the vision for them. The last number I saw yesterday was they've already made upwards of $7 billion on Holy it. Holy moly. So, and, and how long has the app been out? Not very just, long just at all. Over, just a little over the week. Right, week. right. I think it, like almost 10 days and they've already made $7 billion on it. So It's crazy. It's great. And it's their 20th anniversary, so yeah. it's kind of good timing by, by those guys. Good Man, marketing. I was looking for a pillow pants yesterday and I just, I couldn't find one, but I didn't have the Pokemon Go app going either, so I I don't I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. But more power to them. And Nintendo was honestly Nintendo was a struggling company, you know. In in a week's time, totally corrected that. Cured that problem. So um, it's you know it's cool. I'm not gonna bash it. It's it obviously has its its place in society because people are using it. It's become I saw yesterday where it's becoming uh, the most daily used app, beating Twitter. So. That's amazing. That's crazy. But, but just be careful, guys. Yeah, don't yeah. don't just because the Pokemon runs in the police station, don't run into it. Yeah, you got a station. You know, what I mean, you gotta be smart <laughs> about this. You know, you got people showing up in women's dressing rooms and stuff like that. Just yeah. because the coordinates of the app takes you there doesn't necessarily mean you have to go there. So there'll be other Pokemon to catch. That was so my next point. Be smart. Was be respectful too. Yeah. Um, Arlington National Cemetery and the Holocaust right. uh, Memorial both tweeted out yesterday don't play this here i'm i don't know how the game works i know it has something to do with your phone's gps but um 
for that's just disrespectful you yeah. know that's just disrespectful be just be mindful of what you're doing i guess but and otherwise have fun like i said like you said our bosses are playing it. yeah our bosses are playing <laughs> so, them and they're yeah they're they're running around here it's kind of funny yeah it's, it's real <laughs> it's real funny actually well it's funny yesterday also coming back from lunch i was riding with one of my bosses and he made us slow down as we we're passing the galleria mall because there are so many pokemon like gathered on the outside <laughs> of the galleria mall we had to like circle back down the block slow down right in front of the mall Oh no! So. And Priscilla was driving too. Yes, that yeah, probably so. took twenty-five minutes just yeah. to do that. That's uh, I saw a sign that said "We'll work for Pokeball," so well, I don't know what that was all uh, about. So. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so, but Pokemon, it's 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 made a huge comeback, and uh, it's it's really cool. It came out, like I said, a little over a week ago. Uh, it came out. Well, not even a week yet. It's a, it was Thursday of last week. And on Thursday of last week, as everybody is aware of, there was, uh, well, there's no easy way to say it. There, was, there were five murders in, in, in Dallas. Yeah, and um, I'm not, I'm not going to state either side affirmatively, but, you know, that was, that's just senseless. Um, I, don't, I don't even know how to, how to approach it without just sounded, sounding heartbroken. So um, there, there's, there's more to life than, than just the hate. You right. know, yep. the, the love, love is, love is definitely more important. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really stumbling over words here and I'm sorry, but just love each other, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> just I mean, love it's, each other. It, yeah. It's definitely changed this town a yeah. lot. Um, the last week or so. Yeah. There's just no place for, for yeah. any of it, Yeah, you know, for yeah. the, for the prelude to it, to, to what happened and to what's going to happen next. Unfortunately, there's sure. just no, there's no, uh, no excuse for any of it. With that so. being said, I want to just, I, I don't even, I don't even think he would listen to this podcast, but, uh, police chief David Brown and, uh, Mayor Mike Rawlings, both of them have, uh, led in, in this week since have led this community with, uh, dignity, with mm-hmm. honor, with respect. And it's, it's great to see leaders like that. Dallas strong, man. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas strong. Hashtag Dallas strong. So, so, um, I just want to thank them for their leadership. And, you know, if you can hear my voice, tell, tell, tell somebody you love them. Exactly. You know, just tell somebody you love them. Exactly. And speaking of love <laughs> and speaking of Texas, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Hey, man, uh, I sent out a Twitter poll yesterday. Got a lot of reaction to it. Yeah, how did that, I, how'd that end up? I actually I, didn't see it. It was, uh, I'm going to well, go. Give, give us the results here. I'm going to go to the results right now. 51-49. Wow. 51% Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. 49% Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Bryant. The question was, it all being the same, I, that, was, that was implied, all being the same, so their careers are exactly the same. And you could start one, start a franchise today with Tim Duncan or Kobe Bryant. Which one would you take? And it was 108 votes, and 51 percent said Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, which made me a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> as a Spurs fan, as a, as a Spurs fan. Okay, so I'm going to dive into this. First of all, I would like to say that I'm a diehard Maverick fan, Mavs fan for life. So, watching Tim Duncan play basically his whole career from a kid all the way up until now, I've seen him play his whole career. Um, same with Kobe. I grew up in the in the Kobe era. Uh, couldn't stand Tim, Tim Duncan. In fact, he is probably second most hated player in the NBA. Why? Uh, just because of how good he was. Just right. Well, okay. well, for one, for one is his greatness, and I and I'm not going to sit here. I, I think there are a lot of disillusional Dallas uh, Dallas Maverick fans that will say he's not a top ten player of all time. I think there's a case that could be argued that he's a top five player of all time. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to get into that just because I think there's a lot of differing opinions on that. What I will say is that I think based on your Twitter poll question from a objective or as objective point of view as I can have, um, if I was to start a franchise today, I think I would have to pick Kobe just because of 
the way the NBA has evolved into the game that it is today. And today you just have to have an outside shot. You have to have an outside presence. Um, honestly, defense isn't even around in the NBA anymore. Sure. Um, when it, when Tim Duncan was playing, he was for a five to seven year stretch the best defender in the NBA. He he was a fifteen time All Defense player. Right. If you wow. have if you make that <laughs> list eight times, you're having a good career. Right, he right. was he almost doubled it. Right. And like like I said, for five to seven years, he was the best defender in the league. I don't even think there were any questions on that. Uh, and on the offensive side, was a top three, top five offensive player. At the same time, now with the way the bigs, the Euro bigs are coming into the game, um, it, it'd be hard for Duncan, for example, to guard a big man like Anthony Davis that can bounce outside, shoot the three, also play with his back to the basket. But, you know, the game evolves, and, and he played in the time that he played in, and he dominated the time he played in. So, um I I just feel honored to have been able to watch such greatness that I've been able to watch. I got Michael at the end of his career. I got Kobe all throughout his career. Got Duncan all throughout his career. Um, as a Maverick fan, I got Dirk all throughout his career. Um, this is a ve- we're getting LeBron all throughout his career. We're getting the prime time of the NBA. You know, I mean, from the '90s all the way up until now. We're just getting some of the best basketball that's ever been played in the history of the NBA. Sure. Completely agree. Now, he says he takes Kobe. Who do you take? I take Duncan. You take Duncan? Yeah. At least you're the smartest, second smartest man. <laughs> <laughs> I take Duncan. I just think it's hard to find somebody to play in the middle nowadays. I mean, so many yeah. teams struggle without that middle presence and that, um, you know, as you're saying, there's no defense. I think if you were to play defense, you might win some ball games. Might, so might win some. I'll keep it simple and short. I'm just going to say let's see, let's see who was in the NBA championship. The two teams that were in the NBA championship. Who were their centers? Andrew Bogut and Mozgov for Cleveland. Uh, Mozgov, Thompson. There was a plethora of guys. It's not exactly, there. not exactly uh, an all-star. But there are no really all-star center. centers in the league, right? I mean, you, know you have I mean? DeAndre Jordan. I mean, you have like three to five guys. But I guess that's my point: is just when you have a team forming like Golden State and they're not the only team that's forming like that that is just spread the ball out, all stand at the three point line, move the ball around until someone's like, open and shoot a three. Like, it's like that's, the NFL when the run and gun became right, popular. Exactly. Yeah. So with the spread offense, nobody in the backfield. It's it and and I think that's just kind of where sports in general is going, where it has to be so offensive laden to keep everyone's attention now. Right. So yeah, okay. That's our that's our opinion. You guys spoke, you guys voted for uh for Duncan out there, so you know at least half of you are pretty smart too. Yeah. So, yeah. Not, is the only outsider. Here. <laughs> <laughs> take take all 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 joking aside, both of them had great careers, and you can't. Oh, you can't you know, obviously, there are two though. very different players, but both of them are arguably top five at their position all time. Yep. So, um, you, you know, Kobe takes eighty shots a night, and Tim takes Tim takes you know fifteen. They both score thirty, so it's cool, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Anyway, so, uh, guys, the All-Star game was last night, uh, so that means the second half of the season is coming up on us. It is. Uh, the Texas Rangers are in first place in the West. I can't tell you about the rest of the league at all because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really watch baseball until uh, October, just like everybody else. You know, but um, I think the main story has been the Cubs, Cubs kind of yeah. running away with the Central. Yeah. Yep. As expected, I mean, they're the first team in, like, 67 years that had – all of their infield starting the all-star game. So that should tell you how good uh, they are offensively. They have one of the best pitchers in the league in Jake Arrieta. Um, 
They had a great number two with John Lester. Mm-hmm. They've stayed healthy. Um, I mean, and they got a farm system. They got man. a farm system. I mean, Schwarber went down, and nobody even remembers who he right. is. Unfortunately, exactly. you know, like they, just, they got guys, man. They're plug, plug and play all day with so their farm system. This is so. way early, way way early. But who who wins the American League pennant and the National League pennant? This is way early. I know it's early. And you got the trade deadline in a couple of weeks, and you know. But who 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 does it? Who's going first? Just, you just right, I I can go first. Right. Uh, I already have my thoughts about this. And we already you can, know you're going to say you the can Rangers, look up your so. you can look up your standings. Uh, I don't need to look up my just standings. because of uh, where I'm from, who I bleed. Texas Rangers are my team. Baseball is my sport. We have you, Darvish. Going with the Astros, folks. Right. So I'm going. I will <laughs> not go with the Astros. A hundred percent will not say the Astros. Um, but I will say a team that objectively looking from the outside, I will say will surprise some people, I think, come playoff time. But I do think the Rangers, for multiple reasons, we have you, Darvish, coming back healthy. I think when he's healthy is one of the best pitchers in the game. If you have, going into the playoffs, you have Darvish and Cole Hamels as your one-two punch in series that you only need three or four starters. That's very tough to get by, uh, especially in a playoff format. Our offense has been great. Hopefully they stay consistent. Hopefully everybody stays healthy. I don't think that there is a better lineup outside of uh, the Cubs in the major leagues. That being said, I think the Cleveland Indians are going to are going to surprise a bunch of people. I know they went on their winning streak. A lot of people think that that was a fluke. I said before the season started that I thought that they were going to win the Central. A lot of people are on Kansas City's bandwagon. Cleveland has a great coach in Terry Francona. He knows how to build a, he knows how to build a ball club. He has young talent. He has great starting pitching. I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, on the National League side. I think it's the Cubs. I don't see anybody on the National League side that can even compete with them, to be honest. All right, 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Or- <laughs> Orioles and Nationals. Orioles and Nationals. He's a homer Going guy. Going with the homers, guys. I know. That like would be a great series. I man. know that this is way be early. A great series. Like I said, it's way early, and I don't, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't have how, a, how are your Mariners doing? They're in third place. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't have a clue. I, I would never be a homer and just pick Seattle. No, I know you would. Even though, I, you know, all that I want to. But you know, going into the break, they were, they're right at 500, and I'm just like, ugh. Gosh, this is this is just typical Mariner baseball. So I will I will go with Cleveland as well. I'll go Cleveland and uh, Washington. I don't really want to go Washington, but their pitching is really good, and that lineup is is stacked from top to bottom. So that there you have it, folks. The day after the All Star break, <laughs> our World Series predictions we'll, we'll come that will surely be lo- wrong. Um, anyways, that's the show, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks to Ken for coming on uh, representing. Beans Ball Card Blog. Thanks for Cody for jumping in here, looking all pouty-faced and getting happy again. And uh, thanks to Pillow Pants, who hopefully I'll catch later. And thanks to Paul for coming on. As always, buddy, it's been a great show. Absolutely. Um, I'm. Uh, you know, we got we got a couple more shows before the Nationals, so big things coming. Hopefully, absolutely. Hopefully with that. So that's good. And a shout out to Eric Burks who opened his shop yesterday, yeah. looking good online. Yeah. So again, check him out. All right, yeah, I got go check out Burks four six two three. Is that right? I believe so. Yep. All right, go check that out. And if you're in the Decatur area, go to, get over there and check out his shop. And uh, until next time, guys, just keep listening. Cue the Drake. <laughs>